Recording. Dun, 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 dun. Coming at you from New Jersey, the capital of misery, and the place where metal forgot to die. This is Here Lies Metal, the podcast that brings you the origins, history, and culture of everything metal. Once again, I am Maledictus, and this is Samantha. And we shall be your overlords for today and all of eternity. Welcome. Now, folks, today we're going to bring you back into the habit of playlist episodes. We haven't done one in a while. We've been so busy with the news. There's been so much metal news in the past few weeks that we haven't been able to make you a, a regular playlist episode. Remember when we used to just do playlist episodes? You know, we used to do things do like you that. You want to stop doing the news? Uh, no, no, we have to continue doing playlist episodes. It'd be cool if we could do one a week, but it kind of takes, you know, a bit of work, you know. Talk into that. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so, we, you know, we should continue doing these, but probably can't do them as often, because, you know, we're just so, we're so busy with the live show, and the live show has probably gotten us more views than anything in the past, so, in a lot quicker time, I think, you know, people are looking at it on YouTube, they are, they are views on YouTube, they are comments, they are downvotes, and they are good, and they are people also like it, you know, I've had people say, you know, fuck those downvotes. You need that to catch people. Yeah, you need the downvotes, I like downvotes, people. maybe they'll click on the actual content. Yeah. I want just them, maybe. Yeah, I want them to click on. Well, yeah. Well, this. Well, I'm not gonna put obviously stuff like this on the on the uh, on the YouTube. Um, there's no. Re- well, I can't. I mean, it'd the, be the fun if it could be on the YouTube. Yeah, it'd be cool, but the, the music will will fuck it up. It'll definitely. Yeah. Uh, I Although wanna... I will say for this episode, it's almost a shame that we can't have visuals. Um, because I would say yeah. a big part of this is visuals. Yeah, we, well, we can't not have the music. Well, music we're gonna, is more important, but the visuals are also very important. Yeah, we're gonna do that with. Um, you know, obviously, I'm doing it with my history episode. You saw one already. Satanic Panic is up, of course. But you can't do it with this one because it's a no. playlist episode. No, I can't. Uh, so I don't want to risk it. I mean, just just tricks around it. I mean, you can slow down the music, whatever. I don't know if that'll work, but I think people do have tricks to it. I just found a um a, a, a guy with a YouTube channel that does visual Genesis songs, like he does Lamb Dines Down on Broadway, and he illustrated the whole thing. So somehow he got away with the music. So I'm cu- kind of curious. Maybe I should email him, find out exactly what he did. You know, obviously, probably cannot be monetized doing that but um yeah i wonder what the trick is because usually you, monetized you, you, you'll just get shot off no we're not mon- no, no we got a ways to Certainly go not. i think you need anyway. a certain amount of subscribers and views and all that and anyway. we're not we're not in that this um, is a content episode we're not here to ramble so. uh, we're always here to ramble well, i'm always here to ramble i don't know about you uh, onward you don't want me to actually do work here i'll just talk to you all day so folks today <clears throat> Is the title of today's playlist is the Europass. Now, what's the Europass? Well, <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> let me explain. Those applying, and we're going to call it the Here Lies Metal Europass, not like the regular Europass. I think it's a Europass in Europe, isn't there? It lets you get on a train or something. I don't know. So you could travel across the whole communist continent of Europe. Is that, is that what it's for? It lets you I'll like, do some research. It's like, yeah, isn't, it, isn't that a thing? Yeah, I think it is. It's like Papush Police. But they are sovereign countries, so I guess it kind of. It's important. Uh, anyway, those applying for a Here Lies Metal Europass should be of continental European bands who exhibit songs, album concepts, visual aesthetics, and or musical methods that might seem bizarre, excessive, or even campy to those outside the Eurozone. Now, I hope you're getting an idea. I hope you're visualizing what that means, but I'll explain further. Um, however, these things might be normalized in their native cultures of the applicant, meaning from Europe, I mean, 
Like they might be like, what? What's, what's wrong with that? And maybe you're on this side of the pond being like, what the hell is that? And they're like, what? You know, that's kind of a, an example of really someone applying for a Eurozone. Uh, a Europass. A Europass. A Europass. I said Eurozone. Um, some of these criteria might include excessively themed lyrics, extraordinary stage costumes and or stage props. You're getting the, you're getting the visual now? You're, getting, you're, you're starting to get this now, people? Comment down below. <laughs> or epic melancholy or dramatic musical arrangements. Bands exhibiting such qualities might apply for Here Lies Metal Europass if granted it legitimizes their practice and absolves them of all further ridicule regarding their bizarre European aesthetics in the heavy metal world. You get that? Is the Europass basically permission for bros to like it? Bros to like? What do you mean by that? Well, because who is put off by, like, say, a ridiculous costume or like an overly flamboyant or affect. Well, we're dealing with the metal world, though. Exactly. So, so bros. Um, metal bros. Well, I th- I could think of a lot of American, like, metal bros. Like, what what do you think of, what do you mean by metal bros? Like, explain, like, what, like what who you mean like, by that. I don't know, like, ACDC. Oh, that guy. Oh, no, no. I thought you meant kind of like the guy who drinks a lot of beer with the beard, the fat guy at the show that keeps bumming into you. No, because I think he would like Amon Amarth and stuff like that. Not that Amon Amarth. Oh, maybe list. him, too. I don't uh, know. No, I think he'd like that. Because he like he, that kind of guy wants to go to walk-in, you know, <clears throat> it would be his dream to go to um to go to that um thing they have. What, what's the one? Anyway, what's what's the stuff that like American and largely British bands won't do? Yeah, yeah. By the way, um, because they'll get laughed at for doing it. Yes, but this special pass renders these select European bands immune from such mockery. Yes, yeah, so you're you're absolved. Um, but I don't know if that'll make like 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 metal like cavemen. No, I don't think they'll generally. Though well, a they lot, might not like it. Though a lot of them like ghosts, though. They do. They do. Yeah, Who I think. Do you know, um, like you, you'll the- see them at the concerts we've been to. You'll get those guys because they like the fact that ghost sounds like like Blue Oyster Cult or something. So they like that. They're down with that. They're like, oh, this is cool. You know, you get like a old like ghost attracts a lot of old people. That's why they're so successful. You know, they attract young people, and, and I think they, with their old sound, you know, their very retro sound, they kind of attract a lot of old people, too. You know, kind of people that would be into ACDC and, and stuff like that, you know? Guys that would like Blue Oyster Cult and stuff. I think, you know, I think they do. I think they're one band that can do that. That's why they're probably the most successful, biggest band right now, you know, despite their themes, their playful, satanic themes. So anyway, anyway, this yeah. is a celebratory concept. We're celebrating the excesses of Europe. Yes. And, you know, you get the idea. Like, European, a little more flamboyant, a little more cultural about things. Perhaps their music is a little more flamboyant, you know, like orchestrated. But things not like everyone that. will pass. Not yeah. everyone will Yeah, we're receive. not going to issue. We're going to decide if we issue these passes to each of these bands on this playlist at the end of the the end of the, uh, at the, end of the, uh, the evaluation, if you will. So why don't we just start this playlist then? Um, we've picked a couple of bands here. Most of them you probably know. Some are older, some are newer. Some of these bands are not Europass throughout their whole careers, but we're going to pick something from them that we think is. So here we go. Let's go. Oops. There we go. Who is this? This is... Behemoth. Behemoth. You know these guys. They're pretty popular you right now. You might have heard of Behemoth. Yeah. In the world of black metal, if you want to call it that, they are probably the biggest band, I would think. I mean, they're touring with Slayer. You know, they're, they're touring. They're they're. You don't opening. think like the legacy bands like Mayhem or 
considered bigger. No, because Mayhem's not playing. Like, Mayhem's an opening for Slayer. You know? They opened for Slayer. Did they? Mayhem? Behemoth? No, yeah, oh yeah, Slayer, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Behemoth. I know that. Absolutely open for Slayer, yeah, like big time, like pretty mainstream. I think they might have been out with Slipknot, like they were, they were pretty in the main middle circle. Okay. Yeah, so they're totally, you know, totally in that zone. Whereas uh, Mayhem would play like some theater in New York City. You know, maybe if they're lucky, yeah, they'll play PlayStation. Tour. Yeah, but, you know, they'll play like maybe Gramercy or something. That'll be like Mayhem. Excuse me, they're playing Webster Hall. Uh, well, Webster Hall, but Slayer's not going to play Webster Hall. Slayer's going to play something way bigger. Um, so anyway. Okay. What genre do you call this? I call them. Now I'm going to use my arbitrary genres. I'm not going to most of the time use what they're considered on Wikipedia or Metal Archives. I'm calling these guys, and prepare to get triggered, New Black Metal, okay? And with the NU, too, okay? That's what I... That's what I, um, I mean, I agree. I brand these guys. <clears throat> this song is called The Satanist. It's from their 2014 album, I believe, of the same name. A very popular album. Uh, th- some people considered it one of the best albums of the decade for some reason. And of course, these guys are from Poland. And the reasons they are applying for this pass or were evaluating their application is um, edge wo- lord worthy satanic themes in their music, as you can see, um, over the top stage makeup and get ups. And um, some epic song movements as well. Like this particular song I chose. This song doesn't really have the traditional black metal feel like a lot of their songs. And their older stuff is probably legit black metal. Yeah, I would I say this. Nurgle doesn't like this band to be uh, categorized. Oh, no, no, but I'm going to categorize. Of course he doesn't. Therefore, I'm going to call you uh, uh, something. New black metal. New black metal. That would probably get him so mad. He'd probably be like, ooh! But, you know, I can't help it. So... Um, and we can keep talking because we have plenty of songs left, it seems. As you know, these Euro songs are generally not three-minute songs. They're generally... Uh, Behemoth has not been without uh, controversy. Yes, and this is why. They're on here. What did they do? Um, in July 2007, the All-Polish Committee for Defense Against Sex... Dis- whatever that is. Sex. Distributed to many Polish officials a list of bands that allegedly promote Satanism and murder. Satanism yeah. and murder. These guys. So obviously, these guys were part of that. We've talked about this before in the Here Lies Metal News. Um, Nurgle coming up there for like tearing up Bibles or something, doing something really cheesy like that. It's a really cringy thing. That's like, all very real in Poland. Yeah, yeah, they don't like that in Poland. They're you know very Catholic I country. Guess they got kicked out of Russia as well. And uh, yeah, they're not they're not down with that. So cringe lords. Yeah, they were banned from Russia. A lot of bands get banned from Russia. I'm pretty sure Nile yeah, and um, and um, that band from Switzerland got banned from Russia. There's that band from Switzerland that's like the twin of Behemoth. What are they called? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of their name. Are you thinking of Sweden? No, 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 it's, it's Switzerland. Uh, there's some satanic band from Switzerland. And they and Niall went to Russia. And they, and they got like literally chased out by like the clergy. Like the clergy met them at the airport and was literally spitting at them and stuff. But the, it uh, wasn't Watain. No, it wasn't Watain. No, it was um, a, a Swiss band. Um, why can't I think of their name? Like they're almost as big as these guys. You know, they got the whole "we're so evil" thing going on. This I can't level think of, of sincere, I'm evil. Below. You definitely need a Europass to practice this. Uh, yeah, because it's so. You know, there's a lot of bands doing this, and a lot of them are just I find really cringy. 
So, you know, for, especially from Poland. This is a lot of black metal, just like this, but this is yeah. the most mainstream. Yeah, this is mainstream. That's it's why... It's okay to do that in the shadows. Yeah. In your cave people. Yeah, if you're doing, like, the old way, you know, if you're thinking 1349, I'm not going to put 1349 on this list. No, not at all. Uh, I'm not going to put Mork on this list. Why would I? Because they're still, you know, in that sort of... Uh, you don't need to pass if you're still in the underground. Yeah. And they still are, so, for the most part. We're looking at you, Behemoth, because you dare. Yeah, because you take it so big. And it's so strange, it's so bizarre to me that black metal could be at this level. Anyway, do they get the pass? Um, I mean, I don't like them, so I don't want to give them a pass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, being, being at, like, I don't know if I, how I feel about black metal being taken to this level, you know? So, um, we're going to put pending on this one. In between pending. Not undecided, so undecided. Pending. You have to decide. You want to really decide? I want to put pending on this one. I'm thinking no. No? You want to just give them no? Okay. If that that weighs. You know, if I'm pending and you're no, that weighs more than yes. So, I mean, that doesn't um, mean they won't be popular. Yeah. But you're wrong for liking them. Yeah. Yeah, this song isn't bad actually, <laughs> but I, I don't hate this song. But you know, it's it's a departure from like what black metal, but true black metal should be, I guess. It's, it's not oh yeah, they, they trigger all the true people. Yeah, so. yeah. I imagine the true people probably get really pissed off by these guys. I, I would imagine so. You know, I can't imagine them liking these. You know, people that like, op- you know, that go to see Slipknot or Slayer or something, probably like, oh yeah, these guys are opening. Yeah, I like these guys. They're, they're pretty edgy. You know, like bros who like these guys. So let's move on. Now let's take it down a notch. Let's uh, class it up a little bit. Can't you just hear that that sequencer? That's, that's another thing that makes a Euro band. They use sequencers. Okay. This band is called Stradivarius. Uh, like like the violin, I guess. This genre is officially symphonic metal. I can't change that. This is like the genre of the Europass. Yes. A lot of Europass metal will be symphonic metal. Any symphonic <coughs> metal band yeah. needs a Europass. Automatically. Now, and obviously, there's a lot of these bands. I only picked a few of them because I would be here all day talking about them. Um, so, this song is called Shine in the Dark. This, um, like many Europass bands, these guys are from Finland. Fin, the Finns like this kind of stuff. They're, they take there's their a, there's metal. There's a vortex over there <coughs> yes, causing they take, this to happen. They take their metal to a strange level that we will never I was watching this amazing uh, documentary made by this guy. I think his band was called Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. With an F. Oh. Not Sarcophago. Not Sarcophago from Brazil. Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. And he had made a movie about himself. In that, Finland. That's the one you showed me? Yes. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, there, that it was, was really club. good. Yeah, that was like, that was like real black metal. That was like the real thing. No, he wasn't, it metal. wasn't his black That metal. wasn't black metal. What was no. his doing? I don't know. Uh, his own thing. didn't even know what he they were doing. He was doing his own thing. He definitely needs to pass. Basically, that was about like the the Finland or the or wherever they were um, version of Dingbats, I think. That's what that was about. They should make a movie right. about here. So anyway, reasons for their application. Um, epically tacky album covers. If you look at the album cover, uh, this is Stradivarius from the Eternal album. Um, just look at it. It's you'll be like, wow, this is um, this is special. Um, neoclassical synth sequences, as you heard, and guitar work. It's very neoclassical. They're using you know Beethoven kind of scales. Massively produced um, hair metal like vocals. You know, very like whiny kind of, eh, very produced, very echoey, big vocals. It's, it's not black metal, you know. It's not recorded in, in a Fisher Price. Uh, recording a tape recorder like black metal is um tacky otherworldly album themes like i mentioned before and they um believe it or not they dress normally though i've seen them they kind of just look like normal guys though they don't really 
Interesting. I mean, for for the for use for Finland. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're not dressing anything the elaborate. Finnish man. I mean, yeah, they look the like you know Finn. they dress like aging rockers, you know, like like you know purposely torn jeans and sort of like button down shirts, you know. They look yeah because they're old. These guys are not. You know, okay. this this band was formed in 1984. So these guys aren't young guys. They've been doing this sound for a long time. Are these guys like the original symphonic metal? They might be up there. They're probably not the original ones. They're, a lot of them started in that era. <clears throat> so they were probably like, you know, um, influenced by like Mannheim Steamroller or something. <laughs> like, you know, or, or like, you know, what's, what's that? What's that like metal band that does all the Christmas songs? <laughs> influenced by something like that. Yeah, that stuff, you know, that silly stuff. So, all right. Well, so yeah, that's all you need to know about Stradivarius. Of course, they're named after an, an old, an old expensive violin, obviously. But listen to that solo. It's just like, you know, those scales. They're not just using blue scales. They're Euro. They're like, there's so many like good guitarists in the world that no one cares about. So if you're really good guitarist, no one cares. Okay, this is an example right here. This guy's obviously really good. No one cares. No one knows who he is. I don't know who he is. I don't care. Next. Well, what do they get the pass? Oh, do they get the pass? Hold on. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, I mean, the they're was made for them. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're um, <clears throat> obviously, you know, will um, I'm going to exonerate them. Obviously, we understand it's Finland. Finland gives you a lot of, you know, we're taking, you know, we're we're going to take in a lot of uh, applicants from Finland. <clears throat> you know, like Trump wants to take in a lot of applicants from Norway. We're going to take a lot of applicants from Finland. OK, because Finland is a special place where special things go on in metal. You know, it's 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 an otherworldly upside down place. It's the upside down of metal. And whatever they do, we have to be like, okay, you know, for the most part, you know. And or we'll see. And they're not trying to be edgy. Like, they're just doing, like, what they love. And they're not going to stop. And, they're, you know, and they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, they're, they're going to be like, this is really deep. We look into this. You know, so we have to exonerate them. We have to give them the pass. We have to sign this pass and give it to Stradivarius, okay? That's how I feel about that. What about you? You, you agree with that? Sure. I don't have a strong yeah. opinion on Stradivarius. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe. Just let them uh, carry on. Let's go down. Carry to, on. Let's go down to Germany. Halloween. Yo, th these guys were fairly um, popular. Um, they yeah, a, I'm familiar with Halloween. Yeah, they had a big hit Not called. Not the song you're playing, but. Yeah, they had a pretty big hit. You probably heard on the radio called I Want Out. I Want Out! It almost sounds like. Um, uh, what was that band from? What's that, what's that band from uh, Sweden? That we had? Enforcer? Yeah, they will sound like Enforcer is definitely influenced like by them. Yes, very influenced by like older Halloween. Well, Enforcer's uh, I mean, quite Euro. Yeah, yeah, they're very Euro. Yeah, so like, you know, but, but they're doing that Swedish retro thing, so they can't ever be in this. I think you could have, for their last album, you could have included them. All right. They're starting to need a pass. They're starting, they're starting to, to need a pass. They're getting their documents together. They're like, hey, we're legit, okay? We're, we're not yeah. kidding. All right. Well, maybe we can consider them one time, but I didn't put they any. They had like a Japanese-themed album, so that's kind of a. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. That, that gets you there. Um, but you know, I didn't, I didn't include any Swedish retro bands because they're not. We're not ready for them yet on this. They're not. Sweden's its own thing. Yeah, they're we doing did. like a there retro was a, thing. An, another episode about Sweden, actually. I, I feel like did. they're doing it. Well, well, you already did the Swedish. Yeah, I did, yeah, I did, yeah, and, I, and they were on that. You know, we did it. We covered all that. But that was just about Swedish, you know, sort of retro rock, which you're all doing. Anyway. But I feel like a lot of them are doing it ironically, in a way. Who is Halloween and what are their crimes? Halloween is from Germany, of course. This song, by the way, is called Heroes. That's just a very, like, hero kind of title. Heroes, you know, it's just very epic. So, reason for applications. Immortally epic and campy lyrics and themes like this particular song. Um, still going strong 
in present day. Obviously, in fact, I think these guys kind of got worse in a way. Like their older stuff sounded just like normal, like metal. I just feel like their stuff kind of got worse. And you know, well, I'm not gonna say worse, but you know, more, more intense, more, you know. I've only listened to 80s Halloween. Yeah, and it's, so. you find it, you, you, did you find it different from this? Because this is obviously, yes, this, yeah. is this is a little bit worse. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what this year is probably, but you know. I think it's recent. Yeah, it sounds recent. The production sounds recent. You know, I didn't look up the year of this. I didn't, you know, I didn't go into there. But I didn't think that was that important. Um, neoclassical guitarists and solos, which is, you know, definitely um, a reoccurring thing in all of these bands. You know, they study, they study their scales, basically. They, they, they practice their theory. Uh, massively harmonized vocal choirs, you know, doing track after track after track of, of choir-like vocals, you know, with a lot of effects on them. That's something that, you know, no metal band here would really consciously do. Like, imagine Slipknot doing that, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, they're not going to do that. Uh, unironic use of childish Halloween pumpkins. That's only these guys. They, their symbol is really just like a pumpkin. It's like a pumpkin. It's like so unironic. It's so misfits. It, that, them and the misfits do that. Are the misfits doing it ironically? Um, no, I don't think they are. I think that's I think that's Jerry only, just being like, hey, this is for kids too. And Glenn's okay. like, fuck that shit. But it's Halloween for kids. Yeah. Uh, Halloween. Yeah. Why not? Why? Yeah. I don't think these guys have any. I mean, are they silly pumpkins? They look silly. It looks silly to me. It looks like a silly pumpkin to me. It doesn't look. All pumpkins. They're kinda, all silly. I've, there's very few pumpkins that don't look silly. Um, and um, second and third albums were titled Keeper of Second and Third Albums were titled Keeper of the Seven Keys Part One and Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Two. That's no joke, okay? Like <laughs> if you do that, like that's you know. And what were those albums made? Do we know when those albums were made? No, those were eighties. Those were eighties. So they were getting into that, you know, those these. I think I've listened to Part One. I like it. I mean, these yeah. guys take Manowar to like a different level, because Manowar is not Euro, you know. So they'll never be at these like any of these bands' level. They want to be. Manowar is like an opposite. They're immigrants. And yeah, we'll get into that another. That's another. Episode. We'll, we'll get into that another episode. There's a whole, you know, bunch of American bands that are that also like want a Euro pass to be in, you know, to be Euro. But you know, that's a whole other thing. You know, they want to be like they don't want to be in America. No one really likes them in America. They're they're like lost European bands that were born in America. That's basically. What, what that is, but we'll get into it another time. So, um, Halloween, yeah, Halloween is, um, I think they get it just because they're, yeah, they've been doing this for a while. Probably one of the better bands on this list, yeah, they're, they're, they're a legit band. I never got into them, but they're pretty legit. Um, by the way, they were a German power metal band founded in 1984. All these bands are older, you will find. Um, in Hamburg, it was West Germany at the time, and uh, famous track, like I said, was uh, I Want Out. You probably heard that song, it's a very popular song. I, I didn't, I never realized they even did that song, but. It's obviously, that's obviously sort of like a rebellious song. It's not about like Keepers of the Seven Keys or anything like that. So anyway, next band. You probably heard these guys. These guys are also pretty big. Uh, they were at Psycho one year. I think they were headlining Psycho maybe two years yes. ago. Dimu uh, Borger. Borger. Dimu Borger. These guys are extremely symphonic. They're known as symphonic black metal because that's what they are. That just makes me shudder. Yeah, it's just... No, if you like took like Euro like symphonic metal and black metal and mixed it together, you would get this. Like this is like the perfect like amalgamation between the two. This song is called "I Am Sovereign." These guys, of course, are from Norway. Um, so maybe at one point they were like legit black metal. I don't know the answer. To, I mean, they probably were at one point. I don't know. I didn't look into that. 
Reasons for application. Elaborate demonic demonic costumes and makeup on stage. You, you gotta see. It's, it probably makes Bohemoth look cheap. Um, the way these guys get into it. Symphonically enhanced black metal, as you heard in that intro. Choir vocals. Now that's pretty intense. Like here. There's an example right there. Choir. I do like that weird vocal. It's not even quite a black metal vocal. No, no, it's not. It's yeah, it's, it's more like yeah, like that's like a, that's like it's too polished for black metal, you know? Like, like it sounds like sort of like that. Like I want to sound like a demon, like ah, but you know, it's like too high quality. It seems. Yeah, maybe that's what a black metal vocal sounds like. Very clean production. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, he's obviously You're not supposed to hear it like that, folks. Yeah, he's obviously in that you know, in that realm, but there's just a lot more to it. Um... There's a lot of orchestrated accompaniment in the songs, as you heard in violins. I don't know if those are real violins or synths, I, don't, I can't tell. But either way, they're there, they're trying. Um, a lot of these songs have movements. It's not just, you know, there's like different movements to these songs. They're, they're complex songs, which is just completely the antithesis of what black metal should be. I mean, black metal is pretty much like punk rock. It was really just the same well, idea. it really depends on what you're listening to. I'm, I'm talking about the early days, <clears throat> you know. I mean, today, obviously, that's not, no, that doesn't mean anything anymore today. But when, I think when Black Metal first started, though, I think everyone was kind of at that level. You know, the late 80s, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's at a really basic they level. They weren't doing this. No, 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 no. There was no means to do this. They, was, they didn't have any kind of... Yeah, they didn't even have, you know, they were doing this in the garages. Um, and, of course, these guys are kind of evil edgelords, too. They're doing the same thing. I don't know if they've uh, so, been... have we listed all of their crimes? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, that's... Um, that's what I have on them so far. That's Evil definitely broken applications. Um, now let's talk about them real quick. Um, you're a Norwegian symphonic black metal band from Oslo. Uh, formed in 1993, so they're kind of in the range, you know, probably one of the later first bands. And um, the name derived from Dimmelburger, a volcanic formation in Iceland. That's what that's from. Um, a name which means dark cities or dark castles or fortresses in Icelandic. Um, Pharaohs and Old Norse. So that's the language. So that's like where they got demo. That's it's from that old language. Um, influence. Um, you're influenced by composers such as Antonin Dvorak. Anya. Anya is a composer. You know, sure. She's like isn't she like makes that you know that pure moods kind of music. Richard Wagner. Wagner. Richard Wagner. And uh, Frederick Chopin. Enya in three classical composers. Very classic. Yes, you know, and all of these bands are obviously are coming from that. You know, this is why this is total euro metal. That's why it's totally in that in that area because it's a symphonic black metal. You know. Okay. So it doesn't it doesn't get any more than that. Um, and these guys, um, being that they took so much with that symphonic stuff, yeah, I'll give them the pass. I don't know. I feel like these guys just take it a little too far. Well, yes. Well, that's when you give black metal the the, the um like the I, freedom to do this I stuff. I feel their choices are just like let's do something weird. Yeah, they don't. This do doesn't it. sound weird enough. They don't do it in the same way, like you know, like the last. Like band. I don't, I don't think they're sincere. Yeah, that's the thing with these black metal bands. You, they might be just. I don't doing believe it. them. Yeah, you, you think like you're not. Um, yeah, they're not taking it. Well, I'll, 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 I'll say yes, you'll say no. So that means pending. That's a pure pending. Fine. Very well. Pending. We, we haven't decided. But, you know, there's a conflict. There's you a be here all night jury. Listening to Dimmu Borgir. Yes, Dimmu so Borgir. Dimmu Borgir. Um, next band. You, um, these guys are also pretty popular. Um, 
I would say these guys, you know, in the Euro circuit are pretty, like the walk-in circuit, are pretty on the top, I would say. And, you know, obviously when they tour around here, they're kind of a big deal. This is Gojira, which means, um, now I'll, I'll get to these guys really quick before we start their case. Uh, Gojira is a French death metal band from Bayonne. Bayonne, you did no Bayonne, France. That's the original band. That's the, that's the original band. Bayonne. I can't believe that. They can't have a Bayonne. Our, only our Bayonne counts. Bayonne Imagine these guys were from Bayonne. Like, hey, we're from Bayonne. We're Gojira. Um, <laughs> they originally formed as Godzilla, um, which Godzilla obviously means in Japanese. Um, 1996, but they changed it to Gojira 2001. Um, the band's lineup consisting of two brothers, Joe and Mario Duplantier. Isn't that funny that these guys are... Um, well, their, their genre is environmental, I call it, because most of their songs are about whales. So doesn't that kind of mean they plant things, like du plantier? Doesn't that mean French? You're, you speak French, doesn't that mean that? No. Like, I, I am a planter, du plantier, like a gardener? No, probably doesn't mean that. So. But it means like, it sounds like someone who's like, it sounds like that name has plants in it. It does have the English word plant. Yeah, it's so perfect for them because they're they're like environmentalists. Do I have to look this up? Yeah, maybe. You have to, you know. Duplantier. I am Joe Duplantier. <laughs> I like to save the environment. Anyway, these guys are, you know, progressive environmental. I forgot to add the word progressive in there. Oh, this song is called L'Enfant Sauvage. Le, le, is that, am I reading that right? Le, uh, L'Enfant Sauvage. L'Enfant Sauvage. And um, why are they applying? Well, extremely environmentally themed lyrics. Oh, no, you were right. And to, songs. To plant in French is planté. They are plantels. They are, the God, they are trying to save the, They want to save the trees. They want to plant the trees. It's true. It's perfect. Is that the real names? I wonder if it is. It doesn't matter. Anyway, they have heavily environmentally themed songs. And that's, it's not, that's not a unique thing to have in Europe. There's a lot of bands that do that. Um, but, you know, to the level they do it. To, to the intensity they do it, there's like a whale. There's something about whales in pretty much every single one of their songs. Um, complex, emotionally charged lyrics. They're very serious about. Um, they're, they are on a quest. If you think the Green New Deal was tough, these guys are taking it into metal. Okay? They love the environment. They love whales. They love, love whales. I wonder if they like made a friendly whale. Whale just eat them. You know, they're like hi whale, and the whale just eats them. The whale doesn't give a shit. You know. Most whales eat like plankton. killer whale. A killer whale. You ever see orca? You ever see the movie Orca? The killer whale, and it eat and, and it eats um um Jared Harris's dad. Jared Harris's dad was in it, like he was hunting a whale. I have not seen this movie. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like a, it was like a. But I did see that documentary about the uh, the whales. Oh, which one is that? Have you not seen that? Oh, whales. I forget what it was called. Uh, it was about SeaWorld. Oh, 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 yeah, how they mistreat those things, yeah. 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 Well, well yeah, well, yeah they probably nuts. beat them. I mean, to get they them don't to do beat them. They just keep them in these little tanks. Yeah, they don't want to do that. When they're fucking whales. Yeah, they'll they'll probably kill you. And they live in an ocean normally. Yeah, you can't you can't. They're not for your entertainment. These guys are right. All right, the Duplantiers, they want the whales free. Okay, just let the whales be free. And, you know, of course, you know, the Japanese guys might hunt them, but, you know, that's what they do. Anyway, um, those are their crimes, but are they really crimes? Um, 
It's just their intensity level on this stuff. Obviously, that's not unique to Europe, but to the level and to the emotion they take it. They're like so like, oh, the environmental. <laughs> I just, I just, they just feel like they're crying. I just feel like when they go home, they're like, <laughs> I just feel like they're doing that. Are they like, that was a really good show. And they're like, yeah. I don't know. We did it. No, they're like, oh, didn't we save any they're like, we did it for the trees. <laughs> I don't we know really if he saved the planet today. <laughs> Did we save the planet today? Will they get into anyway, their private jet? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think they really are. Like, uh, I, I, I think, think they're real. They get the pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so um, you know, if you listen to the music, obviously I left out this note. Um, it's very rhythmically syncopated, syncopated rhythms and beats, um, almost like a French mashuga in a way, but not as heavy though. But you know, like they're kind of you know. That's what makes them proggy. They're kind of, you know, very, you know, but they're not very, they're not very intense. Like, you know, musically, they're not very heavy. You know, they're, they're, they're in a way almost like a, you know, they're almost like an opeth in a way, but not nearly as dynamic. Because but, like outside of like, you know, the grind political scene. Yeah. Um, this is the only political band I can think of. Uh, in this list. Yeah. In this list, but just like in general. So it's like grind is like you know and often politically charged. Yeah. Sometimes thrash too. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Um, thrash was always. But um, if you're going to be making some kind of prog metal, with a political message, you, you need a Europass. You, you usually the prog guys go for the environment. That was usually their thing. Like Yes used to be a lot. You know, a lot of their songs were environmentally charged. You know, like they have songs like "Don't Kill the Whales" and stuff. They have literally songs called that. So maybe these guys are kind of inspired by that. I wonder. But anyway, they want to save the environment. So, you know. So anyway, that was cool here. Next is um, a really fucking annoying band that I hate more than anything. I'm going to give you that right now. This. I think this one starts slowly. This band is called Abada. Or as you say in English, Avatar. But in Schwarzenegger, it's Abada. Um... I think their genre is um, officially melodic death, but um, I call it deathcore clown metal. Now, if you've seen these guys, Accurate. they uh, wear like, they look like clowns. I mean, like, they look like Euro clowns, not like American clowns. Not like creepy American clowns. They look like creepy Euro clowns, if that's a thing. They look like mimes, almost. Like they should be dancing around the park. Um, this song is called Napalm. It's a very edgy, very edgy name for a song. This guy's from Sweden. Very bouncy. Yes. Well, these guys, you know, you read the, uh, they um, dress like, here's what the reason for application. They dress like mimes. They have these weird, like, uniforms that look like they work, like they're like the bellhop. They get your, they get your luggage when you go into the hotel. But they're dressed like, you know, but their singer has mime makeup. The rest of them don't have makeup, but they all look like they should be getting your luggage when you go into a fancy hotel. Or they get a taxi for you at the door. That's what they look like. Uh, it's like, hey, get me a taxi, man. Um, their music is pretty standard cutting edge metal. Um, it's got that, you know, that edge to it. Um, it's got the core. Yeah, it's got the core in it. Some kind of core um, but genre. I, I hear a lot of, um, and, and nowhere did I find that they were, this was an influence, but I hear a lot of System of a Down in these guys. I didn't find that anywhere, but I, I always heard like, these guys. They're a really shitty filter. Yeah, they're a really shit filter. But yeah, these these are the guys I'm always complaining about. Like every every time I talk about like cutting edge metal, I usually their name comes. Obviously, these guys are only like a small part of that. But you know, these guys will be played on the regular metal stations. 
you know, like upfront. Like these guys usually have a new album, and, and, and these guys are just what cutting edge metal is. Um, you know, they, they've been around for 20 years. They formed in Gothenburg, and um, their influences um, include uh, In Flames, Dark Tranquility, which, you know, makes sense. The Haunted Marilyn Manson Ministry, Strapping Young Lad. I mean, you know, Devin Townsend and ABBA. <laughs> um, and, and, and Beethoven. So, uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. there you go. Sure, I hear it. Yeah, it's all there. But, you know, these are, you know, every time I compare stuff I hate, I always compare it to these guys. And I just say they're clown metal. Did you just include them so you could not give someone a pass? Uh, yeah, I don't want to give these guys a pass. You know, like, what, what, you know, I'm like the DMV guy that doesn't like you. You know, he just doesn't like you, so he's going to call you up last or something. He's going to give you a hard time in your life. That's me. You're, you're, I don't like you guys, so you're not getting a pass. No, but, you know, but really, these guys deserve a pass. I don't think so. You know, they're just like super edge lords with their clown makeup. And, um, like, their music is way too, like, cutting edge to, like, because these guys definitely don't think they're, 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 um, can't be in any way. I don't think they think oh, yeah, they, they are. They're Marilyn Manson way. fans. They think this is cool. Yeah, exactly. Just like Marilyn Manson fans. Like Marilyn Manson, like fans, if they still exist, I don't think they exist anymore. They all grew up and, and only Marilyn Manson still believes that stuff. I think there's no real Marilyn Manson fans. Like, they all like grew up and you know got married and had kids. Like that was stupid, man. Like that was the '90s. You know, I used to shave my head and wear trench coats. Um, you know, I should shave my sides and wear trench coats. You know, but they they grew up. Nobody's, nobody's into that anymore. Well, these guys should, you know, there's probably kids listening to this. I can't imagine, like, older guys that are my age or, like, boomers are listening to this. Like, this is the kind of music they will not get. I can picture 20-year-olds. This is metal for 20-year-olds. You know, I can't, I've never known anyone that has been into these guys. Never. Never met anyone. If you like Avatar, contact us. Yeah, let us know. Comment down below. Um, yeah, email us. Um... Realizedig is at gmail.com. Let me know. We want to meet new people. Find us on uh, Facebook. Hey, you know, guys, we're doing this for you guys. So comment, you know, be free for the comments. Keep free to give us some downloads, whatever. Kind of go to our Facebook, Realized Metal Facebook. Um, yeah, we're everywhere. So uh, we're on all the social medias. Twitters, Instagrams. Metalize here at Instagram. Find us. All right, now is not the time. Yeah, I'm telling, Avatar. I, I'll tell you all this. Stay in Sweden. Stay in Sweden. You're, you're not. You're not getting. We can't stop you. I'm but not, we, excuse, we wish you would. You are not absolved. Now these guys are one of the ultimate like Europass applicants. This is called Nightwish. Uh, this, of course, is symphonic metal. I always, you know, when I think of Euro metal, I just think of these guys, and these guys are probably one of the biggest names of it. The song is called "I Wish I Had an Angel." These guys are from the Vortex in Finland, obviously. Reason for application? Um, prevailing choir accompaniments, operatic vocals, uh, liberal use of synths, dramatic song themes, neoclassical riffs, overall visual aesthetic, leather-clad fashion, all of the above. These guys have it all. Cheesy album covers, everything. These guys are ultimate Euro. This is Euro. You know it's another, um, you know it's another condition of Euro I never mentioned? Four on the floor beats. Boom, boom. You can almost dance to it. Boom, boom, boom. Very ABBA. Yeah, very, yeah, very ABBA. Exactly. Ghost does it too. Ghost is very influenced by ABBA as well. That might be more of a Scandinavian thing. I think it is. Yeah, it's like part of their folk music, I think. I think that's what, I, you know, we think of it as dancey, but I think that maybe comes from, you know, their dun, 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 you know, their original black metal. 
Are they rowing a boat there? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or like, you know, I think it just comes from, you know, when you see those old Vikings doing some kind of song or something, you know, they're drinking or whatever, and they have like a, I think it's right coming back. You know, some Swedish guy told me that once. I was like talking about, about Swedish catchy music, and he's like, yeah, well, it comes from our culture. You know, like a whole tradition of folk music. He told me that. I heard that from a Swede's mouth directly once. I was doing an interview. Some guy of a band, I can't remember. Some unknown shitty band. Yeah, what I thought was interesting about these guys when I was looking them up is that, you know, this female vocal is very prominent. Yes. And uh, is their signature. Yes. But apparently the vocalist herself is kind of replaceable and unimportant. Well, yeah, because they cycled another one. through a number yes. of them. Yes, they had they had <laughs> another girl just a few years ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're on their third one. Yes. And the previous two were all forced out. Yeah, so these they guys didn't are, even leave willingly. This, you know, this is obviously a very man-controlled band. Yeah. Um, they just have a, you know, they put a pretty girl up front that could sing. Obviously, I think she could sing. I don't think it's fake. I mean, obviously. Well, no, she's definitely, sing. you know, talented. Yeah, she's opera level. I don't know. If she, I don't know if she's contributing to the band's sound. Yeah, obviously. maybe she's just doing. You she's know, not. She's doing what she's told. She's just her opera singer. Yeah. She's performing. Yeah, she's the, she's the singer. She's the uh, she's the opera singer. So yeah, but these guys have been doing this for a while. Um, Nightwish is um, from. Kitty, Finland. Uh, the group is uh, one of the most successful Finnish bands worldwide, selling more than nine million records. Nightwish is the forebearer of any modern-day Eurometal symphonic band, such as Epica or Lacuna Coil. I think they all kind of these guys are really good of all of all this kind of music. That style, you know, with the with the operatic singer, which you know, Epica, Epica and Lacuna, Lacuna Coil are definitely perfect examples of operatic singers from Europe and we didn't put them in here because they're just no they obviously both qualify for this um but you know if one gets it they all get it yeah yeah I would think so yeah they're all doing the same thing you know I could have just put all those bands here but I wanted to mix genres as much as I could here keep it as dynamic as possible so these guys um yeah these guys are pretty worldwide they could get a Europe pass of course they could yeah, this is this is Europass. I suppose music. I agree. Yeah, this is Europass. This is the ultimate example of Europass. Everything it is else. the quintessential. And yeah, why wouldn't they get it? Like the they, Europass was made for them. You know, we absolve them. We understand. You're from when you're from Finland. I, mean, I don't like them. No, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> listen. I never knew anything about these bands really. They were never just on my radar um, until I saw Epica, and I'm like, wow, people do this for real. Yeah, I just I had to cover I mean, Epica once. If and, you like Nightwish. Please write in. Yeah. Uh, I want to know, know what you're all about. Yeah. If you're from Europe, so, well, maybe if you're, if you're from America, no, even better. I, specifically Americans. Yeah. I mean, when I went to see Epica, there were definitely a lot of fans into it. Um, but, so, yeah. That's them. Give them a Europass. Come on, guys. Come on in. Uh, this next band is uh, called Hammerfall. These guys are a lot like what Man of War wishes they were. These guys are like a European version of Man of War, only, you know, they don't have, a, a, you know, a guy that downloads kiddie porn in their band that we know of. Um, I think these guys are a lot more respected in the world. I, I don't think these guys make a lot of ridiculous claims either. Like, I think they just do their thing. You know, I, I've never heard any shit about these guys. Like, no one gives these guys shit, as far as I know. I've never heard much of anything about these guys, to be They honest. sound a lot like Man of War. That sounds a lot. And I don't, you know... It doesn't it, have that bite. Yeah, well, no, it doesn't have that meanness. It's, it's definitely a lot softer. It's a lot Euro. It's Euro. You know, Man of War kind of has that New York bite to it that these guys will never have. Um, this, of course, is power metal. Um, this song is called At the End of the Rainbow. These guys are from nice. Sweden. At the End of the Rainbow. That's like a Viking thing, I think, with the Rainbow Bridge, maybe. It would seem so if these guys are, you know, 
man of war like who's about Vikings probably. I mean, at least they are Swedish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're, you know, yeah, man of war doesn't, they're a bunch of like hairy Italian guys. <laughs> Who the fuck they know about Vikings? Italians love Vikings. Vikings would burn their village down and rape them all, okay? Like they'd be like, you little Italians, you know? Um, I, was, I found a band of Italians like cosplaying as Vikings. Oh, they do. They were they, called Doomsword. Italians cosplay is everything. They can't go on stage looking like themselves for some reason. You ever notice that? Uh, we haven't got to our Italian. Burn England to the ground. That's the only Viking thing. That's pretty good. Your Italians wish anyway, you could do that. They're too small to get into Europe. You, past, you guys so just hate that all the English people vacation in your country. You want to burn England to the ground, but you can't. You can't do anything about it. They have more money than you. Um, so reasons for application. Um, this is an authentic Euro version of Man of War in every way. Um, existing in a place where such a sound is not subject to ridicule ever. I think in Sweden, you'd never, even in modern day Sweden, in, a, in the age of ironic retro bands, this stuff would not be ridicule. Um, epic album artwork and song themes, as you know. Um, songs of glory, battle, Vikings, and metal. What else do you get? This is a European Man of War. These guys don't have a bite. I think these guys are really mean. Like, they're not as angry. They're kind of for everybody. So, um, yeah, do you guys... Very, gonna, very bright. Yeah, they're bright. They're happier. I don't feel, like, a negativity to them. You know, I don't feel a violence to them. So That's, yeah, no, that's so another far. signature of the Europass, is a lot of these bands are very positive. They're benign. And, you know, they're not... They have no reservations about letting you know that yeah. they're happy. And uh, Yeah, most of them are benign. Even, like, Behemoth, in a way. Like, you know, these things about, like, like Satanic stuff. I think he's, like, pretty benign, though. You know? Like, he's not, like... Like he's an edge lord, but he's only we like saw a, really protesting. A video where he showed you how to cut a tomato. Yeah, he's like a pretty normal dude. You know, he obviously likes to get you know everyone he riled. Does up. yoga? He does. Yeah, he's a normal guy. He likes to get everyone riled up. I think that's his thing. He's like, oh look, I'm in Poland. The Poland. He's trying government. to make some money. Yeah, that's all he's doing, and he really plays it up. As you, as we, he's been on our news before, and he plays it up as much as he can. You know, does he really work? You know, I, he, no, he's just a normal guy. Just, and he's an old guy too. That's it. You know. Um, so yeah, that is Hammerful. What else can I say? Of course, they get a Europe pass. Yeah, like, why? yeah sure. Yeah, you guys, so crazy guys. I want to listen to more of these guys. You know, they're like a, I find it a little boring. They're, yeah, they're not as exciting as Manowar either. They're not as dangerous as Manowar. They will never download kitty porn. Well, that guy's. Gone, is that so. a good? No, point? I'm just saying. You know, they're not as. You know, they're just. And gonna besides, follow the you rules. like the era of Manowar that where that guy wasn't in the band. Absolutely, bands. yeah. Yeah, by the way, yeah. so by the way, the point is there. there are no um, good Manowar albums with, uh, why are we talking about Manowar, with Carl Logan on. <laughs> you know, there are no good Manowar albums with Carl Logan on. None of them are good. There's a couple of good songs here and there, but everything with Ross the Boss is just good, you know? So, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no, so if, you know, if you want to make fun of Manowar, it's like, well, that wasn't real Manowar. So, anyway, let's move on. This is, these guys are. I got to see these guys once. It was uh, epic. And we were in America, and uh, everyone was going in fucking sane. Just kids of all ages going berserk over these guys. And they just put on, like, I have pictures, there are pictures on, um, you know, on I'm my... I'm sad I missed it. Notes. It's amazing. We could have, we missed them recently in December. Yeah, we should see them. It's just fun to see these guys. You didn't want to go. Uh, what was that? Was that PlayStation? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, nah. Yeah, I was. I was like, nah. I can miss that. But, um, yeah, anyway, who is this? This is Sabaton. Sabaton. Their genre? This is Historia Metal. Okay, I don't care what anyone says. It's Historia Metal. That's what it is. This song is called Metal Machine. These guys are from Sweden. Reason for application? 
elaborate stage props, themed costumes. This Joachim, um, Joachim, um, Brogan, bro, 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 bro Joachim Brogan. He dresses like a, he has like armor on. He wears like these camouflage pants, like he's some sort of like, you know, cheesy Euro, you know, <laughs> like like warrior. It's kind of silly, but you know. When you have the kind of outfit that your fans are cosplaying as you. Yes, yes. By the way, people cosplay. You're applying for a yeah. Euro pass. Yes. His fans will cause, but he's, you know, he's well, just. Well, except for stuff like Guar, cool. Yeah, Guar, you obviously do this. Well, you get Guar cause by everything. That does it count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, they, they, their main focus on most of their songs is war history of all, of many wars, all the wars in history. Lyrics about the glory of metal, like this song, it's called Metal Machine. If you listen to the words of this song, he's singing, each lyric is about a band he likes. He's talking about Manowar, he's talking about Jesus Priest, talking about Ozzy, he's talking about everybody, you know, talking about Rainbow. Um, he even said Saint Anger for some reason. I don't know why. Um, being funny. Yeah, but I, I bet you these guys legitimately like St. Anger. They're probably like, there's nothing wrong with St. Anger. Um, they have synths, neoclassical riffs, epically glorious album cover art, like like you've never seen. Um, result, Europass, of course. Um, you know, you're talking about except right there. Balls to the wall. This is a cool song. Um, they are a Swedish heavy metal band from Falun, Sweden. The band's name and lyrical themes are based on war, historical battles, and acts of heroism. Uh, the name is a reference to Sabaton, which means ignite foot armor, like a metal shoe. Um, the band will teach you about war history in minute detail. On the 8th of January, 2019, the band announced the creation of a YouTube channel called Sabaton History. Now, when I said they're historical metal, I wasn't kidding. They want to teach you. No, they're very serious. They're serious. They love the war history. It's a cooperation between Indy Nidell Time Ghost History and Sabaton, Time Ghost History and Sabaton, and uh, the channel documents the history and events behind every Sabaton song. In the song, you know, so basically, when you Sabaton, they're gonna go they make an episode about what each Sabaton song is about. You know, um, the channel started uh, in February of 2019. So check it out, people. Uh, you if know. you like Sabaton, yeah. So you could, you know, they want you to learn about history. Maybe you'll pass your history class. Because of historic metal sabaton, yeah. Like I said before, these guys are um, whether you're into these guys or not. It's it's um, it's a show, and these guys are. Yeah, this is like this song isn't one of their war songs. This song is just about all the metal bands they love. But a lot of fun these guys are. So check them out. These guys, it's very different, um, very different band here, but they're from Europe, just the same. This is Volbeat. Now, you probably never heard me mention these guys really before. Um, they're more of like, you know, a social distortion than a, than a metal band, but let's continue. Um, these, what their genre is, Volbeat is a perfect, uh, um, result of 90s Metallica meets 90s Misfits. That's what you would get, you would get Volbeat. Like, that's what they literally sound like. What a terrible combination yes. it is. Yes, it's, it's, it's not, it's, and, and as we go on here, this, this might be more confusing. The song is called Mary Jane Kelly. These guys are from Denmark. Uh, obviously good friends of Lars Ehrlich, because Denmark's just small car, countries. So is Lars Ehrlich, got to open yeah, Metallica? Lars Ehrlich, King Diamond, and Volbeat just know everyone. And these guys did play with King Diamond as well. <laughs> yes, no joke. They're all very generous to each other in Denmark. Yeah, there's, it's like three miles long. So they're like, oh, hey, it's King Diamond. Oh, hey, it's Volbeat. Let's tour together. Yeah, even though they're, very, they're all very I different. I don't care that your band is awful. Yeah, they're, they're all very different, but, you know, in this, such a small country, such dynamics. 
Uh, reason for application. Persistent theme of oldie time, tough guy Americana from guys from Denmark, which surely, you know, these guys are trying to be too American, basically. You that is what? why. I don't think they're applying for a pass. Um, they're not embracing their European culture. No, but they're trying. So that's what. That's who so hard. The Euro pass. These they're guys, trying to immigrate to America. Maybe we should give these guys a reverse Euro pass. Yeah, that's what they want. They don't want a Euro pass. They're, they're not celebrating. Just, they're they're Ameri- They're just joy and and dedication to like Americana that doesn't even exist is just a little bit ridiculous to me. Yeah. So it could only come from Europe. Uh, no, I think it comes from social distortion as well. But you know, that's another story. Um, anyway, um, basically they were banned from Europe trying too hard to be American. Um, and you know, those overly yarly vocals. He almost sounds like 90s Misfits. That's what he kind of, he sounds like, like Michael Graves a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so maybe these guys get the reverse Euro pass. They get like the backwards Euro pass. I don't think they get any pass. They get no pass. No pass. Most people don't consider these guys, like, you really have to look deep into these guys to consider them Euro pass. Like, most people aren't just like these. Like, a lot of Americans like these guys. I've seen them exactly. open for Metallica before. I mean, these guys are respected by America because they sound American. I had no idea they were from Denmark. I never even considered them until I found out they were from Denmark. I'm like, oh, they're from Denmark? When I heard they were from Denmark, I felt sorry for them. That's the thing. That's why I like put them on Like, you should be here. doing better? Well, I was like, oh, it's okay. Because at first I was like, oh, I hate these guys. Ooh. And then they're like, they're from Denmark. I was like, oh. I was like, okay. And I was like, oh. I mean, that is true. I, okay. That's why I'm I am it. definitely softer on them. Because yeah. they're not, from, I was you know, so, Anytime I would find I out, anytime I'd hear some, like, lousy band and I found it from, they were from England or Oh, yeah. From, if these guys were British, fucking forget it. Yeah. Or, you know, if I found out, like, if they're from Europe or even England a lot of times. But... You know, and I'd, be like, and I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, obviously, you know, like, more Europe, obviously. But there that are bands... That might be a different story of pass, but it's not a Euro pass. Yeah. Because they don't sound European. No, they don't. They can't get a Euro pass. Yeah, they don't sound anything like European metal at all. They'll get turned away but trying to present their Euro pass. That's why I put them on here, though. Because of that feeling. It's confusing. Not for them. You know. Well, you know. Well, you should think of a different pass. Yeah, it was... Yeah, these guys perhaps need a different pass. I, I wonder if they do. But it's why, you know, it's why I put them on. It's what I always thought of that. Like, I did feel differently about them when I found out they were not from America. Because, you know, if they're from America, it's like, oh, same old shit. Some guys that just think they're like some pop punk band or some, you know, social distortion-y stuff. But, you know. And I wouldn't feel sorry. I would, they would just be the same. But anyway, they're from Denmark. I was like, oh, I'm from Denmark. Anyway. They always have, like, pictures of boxers, like, you know, like, oh, we're tough guys, all right, we have mustaches, all right, we're gonna fight me, you know? Put up your dukes, you know, that, that's what they have on, like, all their covers. Like, they're stuck in, like, 1920s America. Like, they're a bunch of Irish immigrants. Exactly. not Europe. Stuck in, like, you know, and they're not even Irish. I wonder if they were Irish, I'd be like, oh, okay. Do they even wear tight pants? Uh, I think they do. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I think they do. And they're Danish, so they can't stop that. Anyway, these guys. This is this is one of the older bands on here. Um, this is called Death SS. Death SS. Um, they were basically just metal. Um, they got doomy, you know, horror metal too. Uh, the song was with Heavy Demons. These guys are from Italy, and being that they're from Italy, their reason for applications is they wear costumes like every Italian band. There's not one Italian band that could go on stage without wearing costumes. I found. 
They all wear silly costumes, every single one of them. Whether it's the Kuna Coil or, or anyone, they all come in on costumes. You just can't help it. Now, um... Each member um, has almost like a universal monster, like like one guy's like a Frankenstein, one guy's like a mummy. It's like really cheesy. It's like oh, you're you're the mummy, you're the werewolf. I, that's what it looks like to me. Like well, this guy's a skeleton, but this guy's a mummy. But he's a werewolf. I think he's a vampire, and he's like a zombie. See, it's like universal monsters. What's wrong with that? Well, it's just silly. Maybe that's kind of an American thing to do. Yeah, no, but it's like they're kind of doing it. You know? Hey, look, we're really monsters. Of course, this was probably like, a, you know, this was from like a while ago as well. So you have to really count that in, you know. But I don't think any American man would have done that. They dress up like monsters. They dress up like Guar, but that's a different thing. You know, these guys are literally just dressing like, you know. Um, Universal Studios. Yes. Um, now this metal, this song sounds pretty normal to me. I mean, it sounds like a normal metal yeah. song of yesteryear. Um, so it does sound like if, like, the Fraggles made a metal song. That's what it sounds like to me. Does that sound like if, like, the Muppets or the Fraggles made a metal song? It's, like, very kind of... You can picture these, like... This is for children? Yeah, it sounds like Fraggles should be dancing around singing this song. Like, it sounds like a regular metal song. Like, it doesn't sound like a Euro metal song at all. But, you know, it just sounds like Fraggles should be singing. I mean, are these guys big enough to need a pass? Um, they were, I mean, they, they were known, like, they're not, like, at the level of these other bands we're talking about, but, you know, if they're, they're, like, kind of in that, in the shadows a little bit, but not too far in the shadows, like, who knows they are, yeah, like, in the Doom world, these guys are kind of respected, you know, so, about these guys, um, band featured Paul Chain, who went into many solo projects, probably heard Paul Chain before, on guitar, and, um, Death SS was actually was um, a contraction of the singer's name, Steve Sylvester. Death of Steve Sylvester. It's not like, you know, Nazi SS. Even though they used the Nazi symbol, you know, it's just, you know, because we're edgy. Um, so, yeah, that's where that came from. Steve Sylvester was a singer. Um, it's probably not a real name. Steve Sylvester. Hey, his party name is Stefano Sylvestri. But, so, yeah, that's the thing with these guys. They just always seemed like, you know, I was going to, like I said, I wanted to cross genres a lot. And uh, if I was going to go into more like, you know, the more metal doomy kind of stuff. You think heavy demons means the song name? Yeah, what, 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 what are they referring to? Heavy I, demons. I don't know, that's a very Italian concept, probably. Are they I have overweight? no idea. I have no are idea what that means. Large? I think it's some European concept. Are they like, weighing them? I think no. I think it means hey, we're heavy demons, oh, man. Heavy. Like hey, we're heavy. Like heavy metal. No, no, I think it means like, hey, we're cool, we're heavy. Oh, we're heavy. That's what that's what it means, I think. They're Italian. Though. Yeah, well, maybe they, they think they're, that. They're, they're misusing so our our slang. Oh, heavy man. I think they're misusing our slang. Serious demons. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're heavy demons. I think that's what that okay. means. Okay, Death SS gets a pass. Yeah, they, yeah, for sure. I don't think they're that big big enough to really need the pass. Like, if you're underground, yeah. you can be well, as weird as Well, they as had want, a huge amount of influence but, in that genre, so. Um, they get know. a pass just because they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're definitely worth listening to. I would, and you know. who doesn't like bands that dress up? Honestly, yeah, I mean, like know. a good band that dresses up. I mean, they look better than Slipknot. Still, even with these costumes, that's a bad band that dresses up. Yeah, it has you know, to be a good. Yeah, band. Slipknot is never going to be good. Slipknot would get a Europass. You know, they will. They, they'd be in Europass worthy if they were from Denmark. For sure. This is, dun dun dun, Moonspell. This is goth metal in every way of the form. It's goth metal. Uh, goth metal, if it's from Europe, um, it definitely. Well, if it's from America, it should be trying to get a Europass, because um, it's always about like vampires and 
you know, sexy women and things like that, um, that, that don't go out in the sun very often. Um, this song is called An Erotic Alchemy, obviously. That's, it, what, what, what more of a Euro-Goth That's thing to so do? typical. Hey, it's erotic alchemy. These guys are from Portugal. Portugal. Where else are they from? You haven't, you haven't too many bands in Portugal. But these guys are definitely probably the most popular thing in Portugal. I remember back in the day talking about to some random Portuguese guy and mentioning these guys, and he knew exactly who they were. You know, because so they obviously were like a thing in Europe, in Portugal. Um, reason for obligation? Uh, cringy vampiric goth themes, obviously. Liberal use of synths. Operatic vocal accompaniments. Um, each member also has a silly alias, such as um, Langsire and Morning Blade. Those are two names of members. I am Morning Blade. What's your name? <laughs> Morning Blade. Um, anything Euro goth metal, like I said, is usually eligible for a Euro pass. Um, yep, and they were formed in 1993, so they've been doing this for a while. Uh, this I heard this album for the first time in the 90s, you know, uh, Richard showed me this album. You know, I remember me and Gary always liked this album, you know, because we were silly back then. So we thought this was, you know. And I saw these guys in concert maybe like a few years ago. A few years ago? Yeah, it was a few years no, ago. Not um, I've known you more than a few years ago. Yeah, it was probably more than a few years ago. I forgot who opened for them. I forgot who opened her. I completely forgot, but I did see these guys. But yeah, these songs are very um, atmospheric and vampiric. I just think of vampires. This, song, this album is called Wolfheart, so it's like about werewolves and stuff. So it's, you know, werewolves and vampires, because they don't like each other. This part is very, you know, Euro gothy. Just listen to that. It's like a piano. Is this metal? Is this metal at all? It's goth metal. What is metal? Well, when it's goth metal, you get all this stuff. But remember typo negative? Like, you know, maybe typo negative is heavier, but it's the same idea, though. Same idea, just not, you know, just very New York. But it's the same idea. Like, there was a lot of this stuff going on in the 90s. You're going to consult the archives? Uh, they'll be on the archives. They have to be. Find the archives right now. There's no way these guys aren't on the archives. They're on the archives. Of course they are. They're, they're legit. They're just goth metal. I mean, this is... It might be because <coughs> they, have heavier they songs started out as black metal. Yeah, there you go. And when bands start out as like a metal band, they might evolve. Yeah. Some, the archive will often keep them. Yeah. Those, so it might be in here the as grandfather. a technicality. Yeah, the grandfather did. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to float that out. There. This is only one of their albums. This is one of their earlier albums. Um, they have, they've been making albums to, to this day. So, you know, we can explore the rest of their stuff. They probably are legit in their other albums. They're not... All their stuff isn't just going like this. This is I picked one of their very gothy sounding songs to show as an example of their goth metal. Like they could be pretty more. I'm dynamic. still inclined to give them a pass. Yes, yeah. it's uh, pretty fun. Yeah, of course, it is fun. Goth, I was, you know, goth stuff is always fun. Goth stuff is always, you know, it's just <laughs> so silly. It's always good for a laugh. You know, you just think of, you know, like so. Enjoy yourself. Think of gothic girls in the '90s. You know, it's just this. What this is? That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. It's just. Gothic girls that didn't like the cure, they wanted something a little heavier. That's what this was for. Bless them. Yes. Bless them. Okay. Moonspell. This is a band that you recommend. These guys are called Flesh God Apocalypse. Now I wouldn't have known any of these guys if Samantha had told me about them. They are a perfect is, addition to it. These guys, no band needs a Euro Pass harder than this They band. need it hard. And these guys are pretty cutting edge too they're not like an older band this is cutting edge stuff um they're a euro goth death euro goth death that's what i call them euro goth death that's my um interpretation it's definitely a symphonic it's very it's, it's all the above 
<laughs> um, this song is called Mona Lisa because these guys are from Italy as well. And oh, do they dress up? Of course they do. Find the video for oh, what was it? You remember the video was called? The video is called for the song Sugar. Sugar, sugar. Look up that video. That's all you gotta Great say. Video. That's all I gotta say. Look up the video Sugar Great. from Flesh God Apocalypse. It's a very um, well directed video. So anyway, reason for application: elaborate costumes, obviously, visually dramatic musical videos directed by Italians. Direct even till you know. It's directed by Faledo Bonini, you know, and um, super edge lord themes. These guys are very edgy. More so than your average Euro band. Uh, operatic accompaniment, as you can hear right here. Timpanies, they have timpanies. timpanies. A lot of these bands have timpanies. Um, forgot to mention that. Neoclassical riffs with orchestration. Um, they do Ramstein covers already. I feel I feel like Ramstein's like too new, but they're not really. Like <laughs> they've been around since like the 90s. But you know, I'm like when I hear bands doing Ramstein, I'm like, really? They're doing Ramstein? Yeah, this band does a Ramstein cover. Uh, vampires, of course. And uh, also, like, they have a synth player, but they also have a real piano player on stage. Like, he brings it upright out. I've seen pictures of them playing. He brings it upright out on stage. Which is a lot of heavy lifting. I feel sorry for the roadies. Like, that piano you hear, like, that's, the that's legit. It's a piano. Flesh God Apocalypse is an Italian symphonic metal band. Formed in 2007, so pretty new. You know, in the grand scheme of things, it's a pretty newer band compared to the rest of the band. They reside in Perugia. And they're currently side nuclear blast. Um, so more ridiculous Italian metal. Italians Do they are, get a pass? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so ridiculous. It is. I disagree. I think they are too ridiculous. Too ridiculous? I don't think they get a pass to leave Italy, much less Europe. So like you guys stay there. Stay in Italy. Okay, based on your guidance, I will take away the pass. I will. I will sign off. On, um, I was gonna be nice. I was gonna be Italy nice to them. Only. Cause you know I saw the video and I was like, these guys are pretty fucking. Weird. But yeah, but what would we do if they like came here and they were legit? Yeah, what would we do? Like, what would we do with them? What would we do? Yeah, like how would we deal with them? Like they probably couldn't even like speak any English. They'd be like, hey, I'm a brother, I'm a brother, I'm a brother. And they're like, what? They would have a lot of problems with the stage. Yeah, yeah, with the piano. You have to bring that around. It's heavy lifting. All right, don't come here. They'll be like, no, the acoustic is all the winds on the record correct in this room. And the sound guy's like, just like, I don't know what you're fucking saying, man. Just set up the shit, okay? We gotta play. We gotta go. You know, uh, moon spells going on after you. Uh, Slipknot's going on after you, okay? Oh, they wish. Stupid American Slipknot. They're from uh, Flyover State. How do you they say? They don't even have a piano. They don't even have a piano. They have a DJ. They have a trash can. I, I, I like a DJ, by the way. I go to a discotheque, but not not for my music. They have trash cans. They have a trash can. They play in the trash can. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, there, there you go. Listen, just listen. It's like, listen, we'll, we'll tolerate a lot of things. That girl is in the band. That's not like some hired opera singer. She's in the band doing that. They're doing that on stage. Ultimate ridiculous. You can take it too far, and I think this is the, over the line. Yes. These guys are like a very, you know, they're symphonic, but they're like dark over symphonic. Over the line metal. of good taste. Yeah. They don't have like six million members, I don't think, like a lot of these symphonic metal bands, but they have enough members, and they have an opera singer. And All right. A, and, and a guard. And their name is like Flesh God Apocalypse. Flesh God is a very edgy name. It's not like, it's not like, it's not like hopeful, like Nightwish. Like, Nightwish, ah, glitter, unicorns. These guys are like, Death God Apocalypse. That's even like worse than Behemoth. Super edgy. All right, let's take it back to the old days. This is old, so 
like you know and not everything in these in this in this band's career was like euro some of it's just like regular metal these guys are kind of like a poor man's judas priest in a lot of ways i like to say this is it's playing this is except and um their genre is just metal just that's my genre for it. just metal it's just metal just metal that's it there's no no frills just metal the song is called metal heart from metal heart album um, now, like I said, these guys could obviously cover a, lo- a largest distance in the timeline of metal. And obviously, a lot <clears throat> not all their stuff is eligible for this, but we'll just pick this song. Um, these guys are from Germany, of course. This is one of their earlier albums. Um, they were a German heavy metal band formed in the town of Soling- Solingen, formed in 1976. So this, is, this album's from like 1985. So, you know, at the height of kind of like metal in the mainstream. So that's why I put this on, because this was kind of like metal in the mainstream at the time. This is very Yeah, but listening to this, you can definitely hear how this was just a little bit more Euro. Yeah, than your average average. metal at the time, because this was popular. So So it's probably pushing the the boundaries for a lot of your average metal bro. Yeah, when you, you like these guys kind of sound like a a mixture between Judas Priest and ACDC in a lot of ways with your singer. Udo kind of sounds like um, he's got an ACDC. So maybe like ACDC, people would watch this and be like, okay. You know, like some things they might be like, yeah. Like when they see balls to the wall, they might be like, yeah. You know, they'd like that. And I kind of wanted to use balls to the wall. Well, because like I felt like it was a good example it is. of English as a second language. Lyrics. Yes, for sure. It, that's another thing. That's English, another- that's another very important concept of Euro metal. English is a second language. So therefore, lyrics might be. That, that goes when you try to rant. Translate a Ramstein song. It just doesn't sound right. Um, well, it's the same when you know you have these guys from Europe trying to sing in English, and maybe they don't really have a good grasp on the language, so the lyrics might not be a little bit confusing to you sometimes. I really like this chorus. Yes, very big chorus. But anyway, these guys um, feature a guitar solo coming up soon, um, based on Beethoven's Fur Elise. Oh, it's quite beautiful. Um, and, um, of course, Udo, Dirk Schneider is reason enough. I mean, he's pretty damn Europe. I mean, he's the ultimate, like, German guy. He's, like, the ultimate, like, just German troll. Like, he just looks like a German troll. He's like, Aah. You know, he just looks like this creature. And he sings like this. When I first heard Balls to the Wall, I thought it was ACDC for the longest time when I was young. I thought it was an AC. Oh, this is kind of a heavy ACDC song. It's still heavy for ACDC. You know? It's like ACDC doing metal. But yeah, obviously there's a lot of neoclassical riffs um, with the guitar players in this band. You know, like, compare them to Judas Priest, but Judas Priest doesn't really have any neoclassical riffs. Yeah, they're just yeah. fucking like, out. Like, this solo is very Richie Blackmore, which, you know, who's the ultimate yeah. master of neoclassical riffs, even though he's British. You know, he is the ultimate neoclassical riff guy, you know. And, uh, but he's doing it for real, though. Here we go. That's awesome. Very classy. Yeah, it's cool. I like that. Beethoven. They dig Beethoven. I mean, why are they putting classical in a song called Metal Heart? Because it's in the heart. It's, 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 this is the basis of Euro-Metal, this song. It's like, it's like Euro-Metal, like, 1985. It's an inspiration. So, you know, of course, this band obviously is an inspiration to Sabaton, something like Sabaton. Uh, they mentioned them directly in that song we played before. Um, great song. Great song. Except you awesome get a song. pass. You yes. always have a pass. Yes. Always. 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 We might see these guys uh, in a month or two. 
I would like to. We might. Yeah. Where? Um, in Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. That's a fucking track. It is, but you know, I would like to see Chris. Hopefully, he's listening. Take Chris the Midnight Show. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wonder if uh, Chris, listen to Midnight for listening. Shut him out. Um, these guys are also quickly. These guys were influenced to a number of acts, being such an early band, including Hall- Halloween, Doro, Testament, Anthrax, Sodom, and Annihilator. Canadian metal. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. A lot of people find these guys. These guys are like these guys are legit metal. You know, if you think these guys are cheesy, they're completely legit in every way. Metal heart. Metal hearts. Your heart's the heart of metal. Let's move on. Should be like our theme song. Yes. Everything except is just theme-worthy. Your anthems. Except just anthems. A lot of their songs are anthems. This, of course, speaking of Richie Blackmore, this is Richie Blackmore's uh, illegitimate offspring by the name of Yingwei Malmsteen. This guy thinks he's Richie Blackmore. Um, His genre? Super guitarist. We're going to make an episode on super guitarists one day. This guy is an example of a super guitarist. Um, songs called Rising Force and he of course is from Sweden reason for application a lot of neoclassical guitar riffs and solos uh, persistent campy Euro theme themes Euro themes even to this day and a visual aesthetic of um, Ying uh, of Ying Wei in the album cover it's just like the whole very Euro album cover it's just and, and it's funny because you know like he was in the band you know you know I guess there's the band Alcatraz before, which I don't know if they were British or American or I don't know where they fall, but like, I think they have members from, like they've had, they just had members from like uh, every country really. So I don't really know where to geographically place someone like Alcatraz. But, um, he was born Lars Johan Yngwie Lindenbach in 1963. Swedish guitarist, songwriter, and composer and band leader. Malmsteen first became known in the 1980s as for his neoclassical playing style. Heavy Metal and released 20 studio albums in his career, spanning 40 years, so he's still doing it. I think it's uh, interesting to note that he's got quite a reputation as well. What, what did he do? Of being, like, an asshole. Yeah, just like Richie Blackmore. Um, there was a recent uh, interview with him where he addressed it. He said, there are quite a few misconceptions about me. I what? think some like people what? misunderstand what I'm doing. They believe I'm an egomaniac. Uh, yeah. The truth is, I'm a very focused person. Yeah. My way of creating things is unlike rock and roll musicians. Yeah. I don't have a band. No. I'm not in a band. You're a super guitarist. I look at it more like a painter. Okay. Who locks the door of the room and just paints. Okay. I do the foreground. I do the background. He is so Euro. I frame it. Then I take it outside and say, here's my painting. Okay. I don't let anyone else put their paintbrush near it. So if, if, if you don't think his music is Euro, he is. Okay. People might think that's an egomaniac thing. Yeah. No, it's an artist thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, I am an artist. I'm oh, a creator. Take your hands off of my music. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, but look at his Swedish accent. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, yeah, if his music isn't Euro enough, which it is, I mean, listen, he's, he's, he's doing Blackmore here, but, you know, more ridiculously. He's totally doing Blackmore. Like, in every second, like Blackmore should just beat him up. Yes, but I think the main reason this qualifies is because, like, you have, like, a guitar god like Richie Blackmore, like, yeah. You know, he would play, like, amazing solos and have amazing riffs, but it never came before the song. Um, Yeah, he takes it. And Richie Blackmore's pretty ridiculous. This guy takes it to a new level. 
But like, you know, Rainbow, even though he called it Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, yes. like it was still like making rock songs. Yeah, they were still rock songs. You know? And this is more just a vehicle. Yeah, this yeah, he always calls it in an album. To display himself. That's probably why he couldn't be an Alcatraz songs. Yeah. That's probably why he couldn't be an Alcatraz anymore. He's like, why isn't this band called Ying Wei Traz? Ying Wei Traz? You know? But like, oh, look, Alcatraz is an island. He's like, I don't care. You know? So, I don't know. Is that a European thing? That level um, of it's, it's like, I, I picture him like a, like a, like a, like a Baroque composer. He's like working on, and he's got his little feather pen and he's writing. He's like, Ugh. and you're like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, leave me alone. You know? He's like, you don't understand. What are you making? He's like, you don't understand. I thought, yeah. So I picture him like that. That's how I picture him. So yeah, that's Euro in that kind of way. Like he's like some crazy composer with, like, with, with his hair is isn't a mess, you know. And he's just like, oh, he's, he's furiously writing some compositions. Yeah, that, that's what I. So yeah, he's Euro in that kind of way. That's how I picture him. That's pretty Euro. Does he get a pass? Yeah. I think he gets. A he pass. loves this. He loves like he takes guitar playing to the next. Like it's so intense for him. It's 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 religion for him. You, you could tell. It's not a joke for Yin Wei. He doesn't put the guitar down at the end. He sleeps with it. Okay, he sleeps <laughs> with that Fender Stratocaster. It's just so he has his own. He has his own model Fender Stratocaster, of course. Um, it, which looks exactly like Richie Blackmore's for some reason. You know some what, weird reason. I think uh, <clears throat> our biggest country was Sweden on this playlist. Uh, choice, but it was between Finland and Sweden. No, uh, it's probably Sweden. I think we only had two Finlands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are big names from Finland. Yeah, I mean, but but you it's know, very powerful. There is, you know, there's obviously you know, reoccurring countries from, from Finland. I mean, we had we had but, most of the eurozone. We had Italy. You know, we had Finland. We had Germany. We had Poland. But now we have another Swedish band. We had one France. Uh, the French aren't really good at music. The French don't have a lot of music. They have the, some music. In the, they have, they have a what they do have is bands. always like interesting, though. Yeah. So I was like, huh. It's like, oh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, like whatever him came from, like, did Mag, like Magma came from France, right? That famous. Yeah, so like a thrash yeah. band I like called uh, Sortilege. Oh, yeah, oh, a thrash band from France, huh? Yeah. It's like, of the French of doing like metal too much, you know? They've always got this like weird little twe- tweak just, on it. They're just not tough enough. Anyway, the song is not playing. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. Next song. Dun, dun, dun. These guys are extremely popular. You know these guys. You know the stupid song. It's very dancey. Um, in that uh, Swedish tradition. Of course, you know, when these guys first started back in the day, um, only like 10 years ago, really, um, they, you know, they might have sounded more like Merciful Fate a little bit. You know, that's what I got into them. I was like, well, this kind of sounds like Merciful Fate. And I was like, this is interesting. But, you know, they would devolve into this. And this, of course, is Ghosts. And the genre is pop metal. That's what this is. The song is called Dance Macabre. Dance Macabre. They're from Sweden, of course. Um, reason for application? Costumes, obviously. Extraordinary, elaborate, ongoing band narrative, which I can't say for a lot of these other bands, being every album literally has a story. Like, there's literally a story. There's an ongoing story concept in between every album. You know, co- um, complete with a character-driven you are story. expected to care about. Yes, you're expected to care about. You're supposed to, and the fans do. Like, they're not kidding. Um, they think it's real. Um, orchestration, synths, pop-inspired catchy dance metal tunes like this particular one. It's very dancey in every way because he wants to experiment with more of like a dance thing. Like I think Tobias Ford just wants to sort of experience. like, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this today. You know, he doesn't care. Um, 
features um, the band features anonymous nameless ghouls as band members who could be anyone, literally anyone under there. Usually, like you know, I just thought they were popular people. They really aren't. Um, uh, the frontman evolves identities with every new album, so he changes who he is. But, you know, confession: when you know I first started listening to these guys, I thought he really was a different guy. Yeah, I'm easily. Oh, Dickinson over here was like the voice sounds different. I'm like, I was like, yeah, it kind of sounds a little bit different. Yeah, I was. I'm easily fooled. So I it's like know. three guys trying to sound the same. Yeah, listen. A friend told me once that Mashuga were Hasidic Jews, and I believed him for ten years. Okay, I'm easy to Tobias pull one off Moore on. Told you well, well, somebody told me like you know like you know they told me the whole narrative of Ghost, and I was like, oh really? And I, and I listened. And I was like, oh yeah, I think this is a different guy. He looks different. I mean, look how different he looks. Okay. Another short. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really. You know, sometimes, sometimes, but I'm getting smarter in my old age. I'm like, hmm, I'm getting a little more cautious. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm, hmm. I'm guiding you. Yes, sometimes, you know, sometimes I could fall into things. I'm, I could, I'm the kind of person who could convince me I did something. Like if the police captured me, they were like, you did this, you did this crime. I'd be like, I did. <laughs> you know, and it eventually just be able to convince me that I killed someone. Like, you killed this guy. And it's like, I, maybe I did. I must have blacked out. I got really angry and I killed this guy. Yeah, that, that's me, totally. Um, this band uh, also has an ongoing theme that um, takes on a subverted depiction of the Catholic Church, which back in the day would be, of course, like think of, the, think of that happening in the 1980s. <laughs> like when bands were just kind of very lightly doing that, you know, mainstream bands. And um, these guys are straight up doing it in the mainstream. And yeah, everyone's like, oh, that's okay. It's funny. It's just funny. Strange days we're in. Um, uh, these guys are uh, more of uh, classically retro-inspired rock than a metal band these days. Uh, they kind of started as like a sm- sort of merciful fate-sounding thing, uh, but you know they kind of evolved into doing more of a psychedelic, um, classic rock sound, even dancing. Like they're doing sort of everything but metal these days. The band uh, for a while was called Ghost BC with, uh, from their second album, I remember, because it was, a, it was like a copyright thing in America. Um, interesting enough. All right. If you didn't know that about them. Do they get a pass? Um, uh, yeah. I don't think they were even applying until recently. Yeah, like they didn't really have to, you know. Yes. But now the at their level. first album didn't need a pass at all. Yeah, they're getting kind of silly. Like They're getting silly. They're so, getting yeah. exponentially silly. Yeah, especially with that song. That When I heard that song, I was like, what? I mean, the albums were progressively getting more, but then, you know, it kind of just went off the edge with the Prequeli. Prequeli. Their latest album. Um. Yes. Do they get a pass? Yeah, we gotta give them a pass. We have to. Yeah. Another interesting. Yeah, thing, they get a pass. Another interesting thing about this band is uh, Ringmaster um, Tobias Forge, who really is this band. Speaking of one man bands, this is a one man band, you could say. Um, maintained anonymity for most of the band's first few years. He didn't really come out officially until probably a couple of years ago, and uh, probably only the people in the know really knew who he was. I mean, since he's been in the music scene for a while. I mean, I remember reading his name a long time ago. Yeah. Um, as being like, it's most likely him. Yeah, yeah, I remember people saying that. Um, yeah. But for a while, like for the first few years, I would say he kind of kept it under in the mainstream. So anyway. it's like his name was known, but there's like no like videos or pictures of him. And it's like, yeah. no one, it's like, oh, that's his name. No one knows who Tobias Forge is. So it literally doesn't matter. Yeah. But now everyone knows who Tobias Forge is. Yeah, I remember so. seeing these guys back in the day, like around their second album. The first time I saw them, I remember uh, Porson opened for them. Like that band, whatever happened to them, Porson. Person. Porson. Yeah, they disappeared. Um, yeah, they opened for them. I remember. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was like, whoa, Ghost. And you know, their fans were assholes back then. 
All right, Ghost, you get a pass. Ghost, you get a pass. Of course you do. I mean, you're they're gonna like if there's not too many bands you're gonna be at the level of Ghost these days. You know, they really are um, taking it to a level that's just you know these guys. Okay, you know this song. You know that riff. That's one of the most iconic riffs in doom metal. Candlemass. The genre is classic doom. This song is called Bewitched. They are from Sweden. Uh, reason for applications? Well, Messiah Marklin. <laughs> I mean, I can't say there's these guys' entire further catalog. So you don't think on. their first album is a mess? Um, well, he, no, he wasn't on the album, yeah. Yeah. So I'd have to listen to him, but probably not. You know, like these guys, it's just, I'm specifically so picking out. So you think just his operatic vocals? Yeah, really, and just, you know, if you saw the video for this. Oh, I've seen the video. Yeah, it's, um, you know. Like, you know, if it's you were beautiful. if you were an American, like, into doom metal in, like, you know, the early 90s. I mean, I'm not, like, a music video connoisseur. I yeah. haven't seen a lot of them because I grew up I think this television. is more of an obscure video, but if you did yeah. see it compared so, but to... it's, like, I don't have, like, a, a catalog I could compare to. Like, is that normal? I don't know. I, I think if you saw this video compared to with other metal videos at the time, like, say, some thrash videos, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, if this was on Beavis and Butthead, for example. I mean, was there... Like, they would go bizarre. Was there doom metal happening in the 80s in the United yeah, States? Yeah, sure. Sure there was. was? Uh, there's Trouble. Um, okay, was it big? Uh, no. Yeah. No, not not too like. There were definitely... You know, it's classic doom. It was like It was like, you know, I'd like to call it third-gen doom. But, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I think they were basically doing videos. Like, we're not, we're going to be on MTV. Though there were probably some once in a while Headbangers Ball. Uh, Trouble had kind of a hit back then with... Uh, they definitely were. Uh, but it was these guys, Trouble. Um, technically, there was the Obsessed. Um, St. Vitus was around, obviously. Um, yeah, they're, they're the classic good bands. For some reason, I, they were I all had there. this idea that Candlemass was really big in Sweden. They probably were. Yeah, they probably were. So I'm putting Sweden, them up there they, I bet like you they were. Anthrax or something. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I can't, you know, I don't know what was going on in Sweden. In Sweden. You know, yeah, I don't know, obviously, what's going You know, there was no internet back then, so whatever was going on in Sweden, you, know, you weren't going to hear it. So if you are approaching this here. from the perspective of an 80s American thrasher... Yeah, this should be really weird. These guys need a Europass. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's why I put this on here. Like, you know, um, if you saw the video, you'd be like, oh, okay. But you'd probably like this song, because it's a pretty fucking cool song. And I remember hearing this in the 90s, and, you know, the whole thing was like, wow, look at that guy's vocals. It wasn't just like, oh, this is really cool doom music. It was like, wow, that guy's vocals, it's so apparatic. And some people, of course, liked it. There's a lot of metal guys who were like, yeah, that's cool. You know, other guys were like, well, you know, why is he singing like that, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's definitely legit, you know, Europass. You know, you know I think this is like the first underground metal I ever heard. Really? Like beyond like the big four and right. like Pantera. Right, like at the next step, yeah. Who was this? Yeah, this song was fairly popular. It was. I made a very large impression on me. Yeah, I mean, just his voice. Like, wow, this is so yeah, much better. That's the I like thing. This so much better than you never Metallica. really heard vocals like that, and you certainly didn't hear vocals like that in American bands. I, I can't think of any offhand that had that kind of level of vocals. That's a European thing, you know. Um, that was all Messiah Marklin. It's a gateway drug. Yeah, it definitely it was. Me. Yeah, these guys definitely brought. I think Doom to like. To a lot of people, I think what Doom was, you know. But um, you know, these guys do the whole neoclassical riff thing as well. You know, they, they have kind of epic chord progressions. You know, like that riff, uh, gothic themes, and uh, unironic, uh, comically ridiculous music videos, like I mentioned before. Um, we're gonna, you know, you've probably seen that video before. Look it up. This vocal style is also 
hugely influential. Yeah. Like, so many Doom guys Absolutely. do this today. I think a lot of people can't did sing it at this level. The 90s. But yeah, they're definitely... They're not as good. There will only be one Messiah. Yeah, you need to... Yeah, if you're making Doom as you That's kind why of, his name is Messiah. Messiah. So um, the only one. Yeah. True Messiah. It works with, yeah, with a lot of... Um, you get a lot of singers doing this these days, you know, whether like uh, male or female singers. You know, a good one was the guy from Solitude, Iternus. Oh, yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's... Yeah, he's uh, and he sang for Candle Mass, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He did, too. So, yeah. Anyway, Candle Mass, you definitely get a pass. Of course. 100%. You guys helped uh, launch what modern doom was. You, you know. brought Europe. You, you get a pass so hard. You brought Europe, and you made it America. Yeah. Like, that is part of American doom metal now. Yeah. You, you earned acceptance. Absolutely. Says that riff. That riff. Iconic riffs. That riff. We played it at our wedding. We, we did. played it at our wedding. After we played the wedding song, we went into Bewitched. That's how important it is. That song. That riff. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. And finally, the man, the myth, the legend. What we've all been waiting for. It is the king, Diamond. Uh, what genre is he with King Diamond? I'm gonna say he's just metal when he's with King Diamond. His genre is King Diamond. Yeah, 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 yeah you know what? His genre is King Diamond. That's what his genre is. Because there's like a little bit of glam. It's like that. But it's not glam. It's not glam though, because he's King like Diamond. there's a glam element. If you see the video for this, it's, um, or any video from this album, um, it, when I saw it as a kid, being very, um, being very familiar with Merciful Fate and very big fan of Merciful Fate when I was a teenager, I saw King Diamond and I saw this video and I was like, what? I was like, why do these guys have big hair and why do they dress like that? And the first thing I said, this is why I came, I came up with the Europass back in the 1990s when I saw King Diamond, the King Diamond video. Um, I was like, and me and my brother would, could joke around, but it's okay, they're from Europe. They're from Denmark. That's what we would, me and my brother would be like, it's okay. We should have had your brother on this episode. Well, he, he wouldn't remember. He used to like, he used to like King Diamond. He used to love King Diamond. Merciful thing. But that's the first thing we came up with. We're like, don't worry. They're from Europe. It's fine. That's the first thing we said. We knew back then. It's normal. Yeah. They're and not weirdos. They're from Europe. King Diamond is the king of the Europass. He's why it was issued. Okay. Reasons for application? Epic stage shows and props still to this day, by the way. You know, if you're American, that might his shows today still might seem a little bit over the top. You know, still, okay. He's got character. He's got he's got players, um, costumes, dancers, all that, everything. You know, an entire stage set. Um, but in the videos from uh, his earlier days, um, the members would be in like these trooper jackets, almost like, you know, the kind of jacket I was wearing at our, at our wedding. Like they would wear those, and I was with big hair and chains and glitter and I was like what yeah so that's that's why the Europass the Europass was made because of Andy LaRock because of the way Andy LaRock was dressed all because it, not really King Diamond because he looked pretty evil still I mean he's kind of silly with the hat and stuff but Andy LaRock I was like what it's all because of him I mean I think his even back to Merciful Fate his vocal requires its own pass too. that too his, his vocals just alone there's nothing like them anywhere there's no other vocals in metal like him not at the same level. No yeah. American could produce that. Nope. Can't happen. Never. At, not at this level. Maybe some Canadian metal bands have tried, especially Canadian metal bands, 
but no, like not. I mean, Tom or I can screech. Yeah, but not to, not. But not, not like this. Barely had such an endurance. Um, it's a more of a novelty when Tom or I used to do it. And that was in the early eighties. Um, these guys are also um, known for their, you know, gothic Victorian themes, neoclassical riffs, synths, harpsichords, pipe organs, epic narratives spanning multiple concept albums complete with reoccurring characters. King Diamond is a ongoing movie, okay? Um, Multi-movement arrangements. This is what Tobias Forge is trying to do. Yeah, he'll never do this. Yes, he is trying to do this in a way. Highly dynamic vocals, uh, unironic satanic themes that appear more comical than rebellious, but nevertheless. um, Yeah, the whole idea of King Diamond as opposed to Merciful Fate. Merciful Fate is just like an easy metal band. Like, it's just... I never thought it was anything... I mean, maybe they looked a little bit weird because they were Danish, but, you know, it's, it was completely excusable. But King Diamond was really at the next level stuff. It was so... And it still is today. That's the thing. It still is today. So... And, um... By the way, King Diamond, also known as Kim Bendix Peterson, uh, born in 1956, uh, known as King Diamond, is uh, the man behind this. Such so your little fact there. Um, and of course he was in Merciful Fate as well And another band called The Bretts uh, Yeah, that's all for the bands though So We did it That's it, that was a playlist people Of course King Diamond being at the end of it Because he is why I came up with this concept He's literally the reason why I came up with this concept So many years ago, like 25 years ago I came up with this concept So, And that is The playlist Ladies and gentlemen we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening to the Here Lies Metal podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media, including Twitter at Here Lies Metal, Facebook at Here Lies Metal, Instagram, Metal Lies Here, Gmail, Here Lies Metal at gmail.com, or Here Lies Dictus at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Here Lies Metal on YouTube, and make sure to hit that thumbs down button, as you're likely to do when you hear the things I have to say about your favorite band. So, uh, and make sure to ring that bell so you get uh, notified of our weekly videos. This particular episode, of course, will not be on YouTube because it has songs in it. Um, but we will do the news, of course, next week. And I am working on the Matthew Hopkins edition of History and Metal. I'm working on that illustrated thing. So, that'll be up soon, hopefully. And be sure to like Here Lies Metal podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Um... This is where you will listen to our regular playlists and, and history episodes. Um, that's what that's what st- the archive is basically full of those. And um, there's some new st- shows on there, but obviously, you know, they're kind of redundant. Um, there are these old news. Why would you want to listen to those? That's why we stopped putting them on there. Why would you really want to listen to archive news? Do you want to hear me talk, shit talk stuff like so bad? Like shit talk old news? Probably not. So uh, make sure you rate us, even if you hate us. And uh, that is the podcast playlists for this time around uh we'll come up with something we have a lot of ideas to can we'll come up with something for you uh, very soon yes thank you thank you that's listening. thank you for listening everyone so yeah make sure to do all that and uh we will see you again very soon check out our weekly new show on youtube we'll see you soon have a very metal week good night